Hey everyone, this is AM Reviews. I'm Adrian. I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and all things superheroes. Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome everybody back to AM Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian. And today we're here to review the film The Lost City. And this film stars Sandra Bullock, Daniel Radcliffe, Brad Pitt as Jack Trainer, Divine Joy Randolph as Beth. And this film's about a reclusive author, Loretta Sage, writes about exotic places. While on tour promoting her new book with Alan, Loretta gets kidnapped by an eccentric billionaire who hopes she can lead him to an ancient city's lost treasure from her latest story. Determined to prove he can be a hero in real life and not just on the pages of her books, Alan sets off to Red Lost City. Yeah, so um, so the last movie that I saw Sandra Bullock in, um, I believe was um, Bird Box. So it's been a few years now. Hard to believe that came out like 2018 or something like that, um, which is crazy that that was four years ago. But um, it's good to see her back. Um, in a leading role, doing what she does best. And of course, alongside Channing Tatum in his, I'll say 21 Jump Street form. Um, it's really <laughs> fun. Yeah, actually, I have not seen one of his films or him in a film, like a, I guess a bigger movie in a while. Yeah. I think the last that I've heard of him was in um, what, what was supposed to be Gambit, but oh, that right. never came out. <laughs> it Got never lost came. in the transfer. Well, um, I, I think it got delayed and then things just didn't work out. Because <laughs> yeah. I think it was supposed to come out the same year as Deadpool. Mm. But yeah, it, it never came about. But um, with this film, it's a action comedy that I think most people could enjoy. Um, it, it, it's a lot of jokes. Kind of reminds me of um, The Red Notice a little bit. Okay. Because you do have some of that action adventure, a lot of jokes. Um, and then you have these two just coming up together. A little bit of love in there. But um, all around, I think it's a enjoyable movie for most people. Um, I like some of the jokes, but not all of them. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, it's... Um... I think most of Sandra Bullock's comedies are, are those kinds of comedies, right? It's not like slapstick necessarily like Melissa McCarthy, but um, it gets close except for the one that she's in with her. Um, but it, it toes the line sometimes between, you know, that body humor um, and just regular jokes. She's a love interest often in movies, which is kind of a thing here as well. Um, so you're right. I think it's definitely enjoyable. Yeah. Um, actually, Channing Tatum... I did see him in that second Kingsman movie. Did you see that? Oh, he what character was in that? He wasn't one of the Kingsmen, was he? Well, he was kind of like the the rival oh, Kingsman right. group, right? Like the Western, the 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 Texas version. <laughs> yeah, um, and then he got put on ice, and then came back at the end. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think that was the last thing that I saw him in. But um, yeah, I think they're a pretty good pairing. Um, I, I think Daniel Radcliffe is pretty good in this. He's uh, yeah. Uh, well, he's he's a villain. 
he's the villain in this film. <laughs> I was just trying I feel to. Like he doesn't get enough credit because um, he's a great actor, um, but he's just—I don't know if it's typecast or his height or what. But he just doesn't get the credit he deserves. Wait, so, so what do you mean, credit for what? Well, like, well, he doesn't get the same treatment, I think, as other actors who are at the level of success that he is. Um, and I'm not sure why, but he's just, I don't know, he's always, he's going to be Harry Potter. You know, look at him and say that's Harry Potter in the movie. Um, he's still getting work. He's still getting work. He's getting work and he, he does a lot of, he does kind of his own thing, um, but he's just not as mainstream as I thought, as I think maybe he should be compared to, I don't know. I, I, the girl in Harry Potter. Was it Emma? It's one of the Emmas. <laughs> yeah, I forgot her name. Yeah. Is it Emma Thompson? Is that a different Emma? That's a different Emma. I think that's a different. <laughs> that's, that's another. That's Emma Watson. Yeah. Um, yeah, Emma Watson gets a little better treatment than she does. Um, but there's been some interviews with Danny Radcliffe um, saying that he feels as though he didn't get the same treatment, at least as Emma Watson, when it comes to being referred to as, as like an attractive male lead or a traditional male lead. He doesn't get those things. Um, and someone said, well, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. And he says, well, people have been sexualizing uh, Emma Watson since they were kids in Harry Potter. Um, so it's not that he's like jealous of that, but it's just he doesn't get the same Hollywood treatment from regular people. What about the other guy? The guy who was along with them? He gets nothing. Well, he gets nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the last. What is, let me look at his movie credits. Let me look at his IMDb. <laughs> Rupert Grinch. I don't even know his name. Um <laughs> I've seen the other guy, the um, um, Tom Felton. I've seen him more than um, Rupert. <laughs> so it looks like his most recent thing was um, he was in an episode of Cabinet of Curiosities. Um, let's see, Servant TV series. He was he was a part of that. The ABC Murders, um, Inspector Chrome in 2018, Snatch. Uh, sick note, snatch time heist, urban myths, you know, a bunch of stuff none of regular people have seen. Um, nothing as big as Harry Potter. Nothing since 2014. Not even close, not even a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, um, I think Daniel Radcliffe has gotten a good bit of roles. Um, I I've seen him in a good bit of things. I mean, because we reviewed a movie yeah. a couple of years ago. When he was, was the dead guy? No, it was when they they escaped from that prison. Oh yes, that was pretty. Uh, yeah, that last year. What was the name of that? Escape from Pretoria. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He was pretty good in that. I mean, he does good in all the roles he gets. Um, but it's just it's just interesting. He's not when you think of casting a lead. I don't think he comes to mind first. No, um, maybe the height does have something to play. I mean, something to do with it, because he is what, five five. So he is, he is. Oh, apparently he's gonna be in um, Weird, the Al Yankovic story. You know Weird <laughs> Al? He did all the parodies back in the day. Yeah, Eat I didn't it. know he's getting a movie. I'm fat. <laughs> I don't know if it's like a true movie or if it's just a documentary, but either way, I'm excited. Okay. But yeah, um, yeah, he, he's the villain in this film. Um, and 
Yeah, I, I think he, he's pretty funny, especially this, this part towards the end where one of his henchmen, they, they die. And then he's like, well, don't let them die in vain. Come on, let's keep moving. I, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I, I think all around, it's a pretty good action comedy that a lot of people would enjoy. But um, it doesn't really stand out from the rest of those that are like that. No. <laughs> No, it's another drop in the bucket for sure of adventure comedy movies, right? Um, I call it, uh, it's an amalgamation of all those old films, not even old anymore, but there's been a string of them. Um, you can just call it the Lost Jumanji Jungle Cruise um, movie because they're, you can watch all of them and think they're all sequels. Yeah, um, these movies are pretty predictable. Um, it's, it really does not stand out. But any other thoughts before we start to get into the story? Uh, no, I think you can dive in. All right. So um, we have the main character here, Sandra Bullock as Loretta Sage. She is this famous author who does these love novels, but she's having the biggest writer, writer block of her life. And she's contemplating on retiring the whole book series. Um, but her uh, manager, played by Divine Joel Randolph, um, She's like, you know, we need to go on tour. We need to make sure we look nice and everything. Um, And we also want to bring in Alan, played by Channing Tatum, because he is the cover model for books. Now, I'm not sure if I'm just out of the loop on novel books or whatever, but do they always have a cover model? So it's an old, I I think of it as like an old thing. Um, But even now, just random like, I'll call them like B-class romance novels or even the good ones, I guess. Um, typically or stereotypically, they would have this guy with long hair, shirtless or um, half-dressed, super muscled as the cover of this book. Um, and sometimes it's the main character, sometimes it's not, but it's it's pretty common. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a stereotype for those cheesy romantic novels. There's some guy on the front of it who has nothing to do with the actual book because it's just a book. Um, <laughs> And there's not a movie, so it's a random model who's picked for it. Yeah, I mean, the way it's presented, you would think there had been a movie made for this, but no, it's just a book. Um, but, you know, they, they they do this big interview in front of this crowd, and um, Sandra Bullock, she does not want to do this. She's pretty much over it. She says every time that Alan comes in, he humiliates her, and she does not want any part of it. Um, and, you know, some of that does happen. But for the most part, he's just kind of being himself, I think, you know, trying to show off for the ladies because it's pretty much a crowd of ladies that mm-hmm. want him to take his shirt off and, you know, all that stuff. But, um, yeah, that happens. He, I mean, she she gets upset, leaves the area, wants to go home. But then these random people just come out and take her and kidnap her and, now comes in Daniel Radcliffe. Um, and he is this rich billionaire named Abigail. <laughs> he said it's a gender neutral name. I mean, I guess it is. I don't know. I've never heard of that. No, <laughs> not Abigail. No, um, just like his brother, Leslie. <laughs> I've but, heard Leslie more commonly. Really? I've heard I've in real life. I've known of men named Leslie. Yeah, I've heard Ashley. Actually, I've heard that one, too. I think that one's weird. 
<laughs> it is. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I've heard it, but not Abigail. Um, but yeah, they, they make a big joke out of that. And then um, he tells Sandra Bullock, hey, you have the smarts to uncover this big treasure that I've been looking for my whole life. Even though I run this big company, I don't care about that. My brother can have that. This is my real passion. Um, you can read these hieroglyphics to decipher what it's saying so we can find this treasure. And then she just thinks it's a joke. <laughs> um, and then after that, uh, he offers her, you know, some money, not an exact amount. It's pretty much a blank check. But um, he says, any amount that you want, I, I got it. Just I, I just need you to agree to do this for me. Um, come to this island that nobody's ever heard of before and let's get to it. But she's like, no, she refuses. And then he just poisons her. Well, really not poisons her. I mean, he, he knocks her out and yeah. takes her there anyway. Um, meanwhile, her team of uh, her manager and Channing Tatum, you know, they're worrying about her because she's been missing for some time. And I think Channing Tatum, he did see the kidnapping or he saw her leaving or something like that. Yeah. And now he, he wants to be the real hero from the book and rescue her. You know, instead of calling the authorities, <laughs> I mean, this whole time they could have did that. Nobody thought right, to right. do that. That would have changed the entire you know film. But yeah, uh, if he was logical, if he had a brain, he would have just called that one. Yeah, but he calls this guy that he met a while ago named Jack Trainer, played by Brad Pitt. And yes. he pretty much does the simple thing. You know, she's wearing an Apple Watch. Um, <laughs> the, the manager has the phone and all they have to do is press find my watch or whatever. I mean, it was pretty simple. He, he did not use any technology, no special technology. Um, this man's not Tony Stark. He's just a regular guy that has some pretty good fighting skills. Um, right. But yeah, uh, Channing Tatum, he meets up with Brad Pitt and they go off to try to save her. Now, Channing Tatum, he's not, I mean, he may look the part, but he's not actually a hero or just a guy who knows how to fight. Um but he tags along and Brad Pitt, he pretty much tears through most of the people and they do get to her, save her, but they still have to go back to, to get out of the jungle area, which is off the coast of this, um, of the Atlantic ocean. Um, but then after that, this part really surprised me. Um, Brad Pitt, you know, he was just sitting there talking while they were trying to run away and he's shot dead <laughs> yeah. because they, they show him as this invincible figure that can pretty much beat up anybody and then he just gets shot out of nowhere and he's dead yeah i think his um his appearance in the film was definitely I mean, definitely helped definitely didn't hurt anything um and it's almost like a parody on himself on the kind of macho tough action roles he's taken on in the past decades you know two decades or so um so definitely good to have him there, um, but you got to get rid of him because it's not his movie, and it will be, and uh, that's not <laughs> it's not what we agreed to pay for this check. 
Yeah, and if they would have had him the whole time, the movie would have been a lot shorter. Less <laughs> <laughs> well, hygiene really... would ensue. Yeah, because uh, he he tore through those guys pretty easily without any problem. Um, really, this he he was just shot by a sniper that he did not see coming. Um, but uh, after he's dead, they do escape into the jungle. I mean, we got some character building here with uh, Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum kind of, kind of finding their love for each other, which I, I mean, is, isn't there a big difference in age for them? So I did look this up. Um, and, <laughs> but it's not that huge. So he, I believe, is 41 and she is 57. Uh, I mean, 16 years. <laughs> It is 16 years, but I mean, they don't look that far apart. I mean, um, well, actually, I thought he was younger. Um, I knew that she was a little bit older. Well, I think what part of it is because I mean, does a youthful face keeps up with himself, but he also, you know, played a high school in those two movies, um, when he was older because he looked younger. So, a step up um, series or something. <laughs> well, step up, he might well step up, he was definitely older than he should have been. And then 21 and 22 Jump Street, who's also older than a high schooler, playing a high schooler again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but their 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 um relationship does build from there, which kind of comes out of nowhere, I guess. I mean, I, I didn't feel like that it was gonna head that way, but it started to. Um, but we do have some jokes along the adventure. They're trying to escape Daniel Radcliffe and his crew. And pretty much they do for the most part, but they, they they don't have any supplies. So they just keep going through the jungle. Um, they survive overnight and they do kind of kill a couple of those guys, not on purpose, but they they set up some kind of trap where the guys run through a shirt and the guy on the, on the motorcycle keeps going. He's blinded. And hits another guy who's just sitting on the edge of the cliff for some reason, almost like hitting a bowling pin. But um, both of those guys died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there is a lot of things that do happen in between there, but this is pretty much just getting the gist of the story. Um, this is in reviews. I- oh, <laughs> playing that in the background. Um, Trying to think what else happened after that. I think Daniel Radcliffe, he does catch up with them not too long after mm-hmm. with uh, one of his henchmen. Because I, I think they actually get to the point where they are near the airport area and they check into a hotel. Um, they get cleaned up and everything. But then Daniel Radcliffe and his crew, they catch up with them. And also one thing that I did forget to mention was Sandra Bullock. Um, she took a piece of the uh some kind of scripture that was used to try to get to the treasure she took it from daniel radcliffe now she was brought there to decipher that but she also right. took it when she was being saved by brad pitt and channing tatum right one thing we didn't say um just for context of course you've watched me at this point if you haven't watched it but um she does have its archaeologist background right that was her main trade and she went into comic book or romantic comedy writing or 
I guess it wasn't comedies, romantic writing um, after her husband passed. So she is like almost like an Indiana Jones person. Um, you know, she knows where to look and how to decipher things and go to the jungle and stuff like that. Um, so it is a very creative way that she got there. Um, not like one of those traditional movies. Um, so it's interesting how it kind of plays on this comedy between that relationship and also the fact that she is smart and she does do this. Not everything is just happenstance, you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I kind of did forget about the husband because she doesn't really mention her husband that no. much. I mean, it's almost like he doesn't exist. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't know if she, she never mentioned feeling wrong that she might have been going out with another guy potentially which is Channing Tatum it's just kind of like oh well you know it's these two lovebirds coming together um but yeah she just never mentions that uh but back to where Daniel Radcliffe and his crew catch up with them um so they they capture them well pretty much they they leave uh, Channing Tatum behind. They capture Sandra Bullock and then take her to the cave. But also, Channing Tatum, he catches up with her or catches up with them on a moped. Um, trying to be very heroic, but uh, gets captured at the same time. <laughs> and then uh, they go into the cave area. They find the um, the supposed treasure but it ends up being some kind of like shells. Really, it's, it's nothing expensive. It's, <laughs> the treasure is really not what Daniel Radcliffe thought it was gonna be. Um, so he gets really upset. Uh, and also at the same time, uh, they were on, they had limited time because this place was gonna go down. Um, that's the reason why he was so quick with kidnapping her in the first place. Mm -hmm. um and the place starts to fall apart but he's like well since i don't have any treasure here both of you get in there and you're gonna die here <laughs> get in the little tomb that we just discovered um you know they get in and they're pretty much trapped and start confessing things to each other meanwhile daniel radcliffe and one of his only goons that's left they run out but then the goon he takes the boat and says this is wrong when he was shooting at them earlier he was like it's wrong that you're killing them or you're about to kill them um so i'm just going to take this boat and just leave you here <laughs> <laughs> but he was firing shooting at them earlier so um i didn't believe that i i, I don't believe him no <laughs> that that was out of nowhere now, I, I don't I don't know if they showed at any moment where he was just like hesitant because I, I don't remember him being hesitant at all. But um, that came out of nowhere. Of, yeah, a lot of happy accidents, happy coincidences, things that don't quite make sense. I love the plot to move forward. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Daniel Radcliffe, he is just sitting there. And at the same time, uh, while all this stuff was going on, the manager, um, Divine, Divine Joy Randolph, 
she's also still trying to get to them, get to that island. And she does go on her little adventure. Um, now, I don't know why she didn't wait for the for the authorities. Now, she did call them, mm-hmm. but I guess they weren't moving fast enough. So she's just going to do it herself. <sighs> That's I, I don't see why she did that. <laughs> I mean, I know sh- this is your moneymaker, this person, but right. why would you risk your life? I mean, you, you can go do something else. Well, he, he risked it all for her. You mean Channing Tatum? No, yeah. I, I'm talking about the manager. Oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. She could get another job. <laughs> she could move on. I don't know why she did this. Um, and even if she didn't come, I think they still would have made it out. <laughs> <laughs> Her side quest wasn't relevant? Um, I mean, it might have got them back home faster, but they did get out of the cave. True. <laughs> You gotta, have a, you gotta have a nice beeline story though yeah um i mean most of her stories is trying to find them she does meet this other guy who's very interested in her um he flies her to the island and tags yes. along with his boat or some big boat that they find um his name is oscar nunez yes who is oscar from the office Oh, okay. I I still need to watch that. You? <laughs> I mean, I've seen bits and pieces. I know, but it's such a classic. All of it. Yeah. And apparently uh, now you can watch it on Peacock. For free. I didn't realize that. Oh, okay. I'm about to say I ain't paying for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you don't mind commercials. Peacock is free. I thought Peacock was a subscription service as well, but you can only subscribe if you don't want commercials. But I, I think there's other parts to it that you do, <clears throat> that you can pay for, like oh, maybe like the, the live sports or whatever. I think it's the live right. stuff. But I mean, there, there's way too many subscription stuff out there. It's almost turning know, into cable. Just so might, as well, might as well go back and get cable. <laughs> cable that can record. That's all we need. <laughs> Make I, mean, I, I really like streaming services, but I wish you could get it all in one place for one low price. Cable. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a low price. <laughs> <laughs> and even they don't have everything. No. Um, so I'm, I'm just not going to subscribe to another thing. <laughs> Unless I get a free trial. And then I'll cancel it right after. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they do rescue them from the cave. Or actually, they escaped out of the cave with some crowbar to get out of that tomb thing. Um, but at the same time, they do catch Daniel Radcliffe, who's trying to run away. He's on a boat. I don't, I don't know how far he thought he was going to get. But um, yeah, he tried. And pretty much the movie ends. Um, I mean, I, I thought it was a fine movie. It's not really that bad. It doesn't really stand out from any other action comedy, but mm-hmm. I think a lot of people could enjoy this. Yeah. I think sometimes, even if movies are generic, there has to be a new one to watch. Like, <laughs> if this formula works, let's make another one. Different studio, different actors, different plot, but the same movie. 
Yes. And even better when you make it a comedy. Laugh at it. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, for me, I'm I'm, I'm one who likes a sprinkle of comedy. I, I don't I don't like comedy spread all the way throughout where it's joke after joke after joke. Like, give me give me a break. So yeah, you're not a, you're not a Melissa McCarthy fan or a Kevin Hart fan. I well, barely like Kevin Hart though. Um, well, Kevin Hart can be those, too much though at he times. Can, he can definitely be too much. But um, I kind of like the Melissa McCarthy comedy because she's flying through the air, getting beat up. You know, that's that's that, actually funny. <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't think I can get tired of that. Just no. fly through the air. So <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but I do need a break. Like, I, for, for the most part, I don't like just straight comedy movies. I get you. But this one doesn't have too many jokes. I mean, it's it's not like Red Notice where it's just completely doing way it- too much. <laughs> I mean, just so many jokes. I didn't think Red Notice was going to be that way until, I, you know, it didn't, it came off more like how this movie comes off. Um, Ain't quite really. It, <laughs> <laughs> I'm one step ahead of you. It's, a, it's like that one time. I'm one step ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, but um, that, that one had way too many jokes. Just yeah. doing way too much. Um, but this one, I, I think it had the right amount. Um, it's all subjective on what you think is funny. But um, I think a lot of people could enjoy this. You listen to that banger in the background? <laughs> no, no. I've been looking around at our channel and I keep forgetting when you press that. It just automatically starts. Sorry. <laughs> um, I just turn, it's almost like the air horn with the, like, the radio host who have like the random sounds. The random sounds. But I guess um, all these actors are actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a great cast. Yeah. Um, Brad Pitt, the last movie that I saw him in was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is very boring. It's a good good movie. What? (laughs) Good. The last bit. it's beautifully filmed, and the build-up to get there makes it all worth it. No, it doesn't. I think it's way too long. Maybe if I've it was seen a movie, I've never seen a movie where a guy fixes his dog food start to finish in real time. <laughs> yeah, and that's not a good thing. <laughs> or you driving across town. <laughs> You're literally watching them live their lives. Real no dialogue. Right it's real I'm sorry. What'd you say? Real stuff. Yeah. My kind of movie. Um. Yeah, I guess it's um. I mean, great acting, definitely, really good acting. But um, besides that, in the last ten minutes, this is nothing to watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh, any other thoughts about this film, The Lost City? No, I think um, I think it is. I think it's a it's a nice adventure comedy. It's very much that same um trope that all adventure comedies are but uh, with really great actors it's good to see Sandra Bullock um, doing another thing as another lead um, and Channing Tatum rising to the um, to her level I think it's you know they didn't watch each other out um, mm. and, and played well with each other I think you said rising to her level I think so yeah 
You don't think he's that good? Well, I think he is, um, but I think that could be intimidating. I mean, Sandra Bullock has been in movies since like the 80s. I don't mean, let me see. Her IMDb. Um, but she's a, she's a, she's a, I think she's a bigger star than he is. Um, probably. I mean, she definitely gets paid more for her films um, than he does. I mean, she, Miss Congeniality, that was 2000. The Proposal, Gravity, let me go back. I mean, she goes, yeah, executive producer. Wow, she's wow. She produces a lot. She produced *The Lost City*. Um, *Bird Box*. She's a producer on that. George Lopez. She was a producer on executive producer on George Lopez. I had no idea. Wow. But yeah, her her acting credit. She has fifty nine acting credits. Seventeen producer, but fifty nine acting credits. Um, going all the way back to. 1987 so that's when she got started um the first one that i remember because i mean this is before i was born um <laughs> is probably miss congeniality i think in 2000 practical magic no i think under that one that's not she's in prince of egypt what as what she was voice of miriam i can't remember which character that was me neither. <laughs> but she was in it. <laughs> but she was in it. Practical Magic was that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Witches. Nicole Kidman. But yeah, I mean, she's been in, she's been in everything. She's, um, yeah, tons of, she's a writer, director. Um, she even has music credits, some of these films, movies. Um, yeah, as opposed to, uh, Channing, stripper turned actor. Let me see. Oh, he was? Oh, yeah. So he got started. Or at least that was, I believe that is how he got started. I have to look that up to verify it. But um, <laughs> he has 64 acting credits. So a lot of movies um, going back to 2000. Ricky Martin, a short video. Interesting. He's in that. Oh, he was in like commercials and stuff starting off. CSI Miami, more music videos. I actually did see her film, um, Sandra Bullock, The Unforgivable. Oh, yeah. That's on Netflix. I mean, it's a it's a middle of the road film. Yeah. It's, it's nothing special. No, and but Chang Tatum's big break. I mean, after all these music videos um, that he was in, looks like Step Up. I mean, and that's good because it's a classic, but it's not good. <laughs> he was in G.I. Joe. Remember that movie, Rise of the Cobra? Was that the first or the second one? I think that was the second. Was um, what's his name? One of the Wayne's brothers was was he in it? So, oh yeah, uh, looks like Marlon. Well, yeah, we've gone way off topic, so let's go ahead and give this film a rating. So, the lowest rating is trash, middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So, how would you rate the film, The Lost City? I will say I'm tied between a um, high background noise and a low banger just because there wasn't anything too revolutionary, but I think it was still a good movie, but I probably settle on high background noise. Okay. Um, that's, that's pretty fair. I'm going to go with the mid-level background noise. Um, I had a couple laughs, but not, re- not, not many. And okay. um, 
<laughs> I think the cast is really good. Um, I think most people can enjoy this, but uh, it'll quickly be forgotten. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's yeah, it's nothing to remember. Um, it's gonna be like, oh, it's that movie, but you think it's Jumanji, or you think it's another, <laughs> another random um, adventure movie. Yeah, um, I think you you could take the kids out to watch this, right? Yeah, yeah, they they might remember it and say, oh yeah, that was my first um, action adventure comedy, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's nothing special. I mean, you can really skip this. <laughs> um, but any other thoughts about this film? Um, I, not necessarily about the film, but about the actors. I was looking into Chang Tan and, um, Sandra Bullock and I happened upon IMDb's an, a list they created about a month ago, or at least updated about a month ago of worst acting performances ever. And it has number one Channing Tatum in 21 Jump Street. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst. For Just for context, Halle Berry's Catwoman is number five. Well, that, that is pretty bad. But I've definitely <laughs> seen worse acting. That's what I thought. <laughs> and Christian Bale is bad. This list is obviously messed up. Oh, who else is on there? Christian Bale's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Number, number eight, The Dark Knight. Oh, wow. Well, maybe it's the voice. It sucks. Maybe. <laughs> Paul but Walker, The Fast and the Furious. I, I couldn't, I haven't seen it. I couldn't tell you. What? The, the Fast and the Furious. You didn't watch that? I, I, I mean, I probably watched the first one a long time ago, but. I really don't care about those movies. You don't... <laughs> what? I mean, I couldn't I mean... tell you anything about those movies. <laughs> well, they're all about family for one thing, but they, you know, I mean, those movies, they plan on rerun on TNT on TV back in the day. TNT and AMC. And I'm turning it. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> 2 p.m. on a Saturday? <laughs> it's a marathon every weekend. TBS? I think they used to play them too. Yeah, but they're they just not my kind of movie. I, I'm not interested in those at all. <laughs> There's some, I'm telling you, some of the greatest performances by Tyrese and Ludacris you'll ever see are their first appearances in Fast and Furious. <laughs> I, I think I'll go back and watch the, the older ones, but not the newer ones. Though they, from oh, what yeah, I hear, it's completely ridiculous. Oh, it's, I mean, they're different movies. The older ones, it's like a different universe. <laughs> no, but, but but that is all, all I have to say about um, The Lost City. <laughs> all right. Well, um, I think that does it for us at a Reviews. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter, which will all be linked in the description. And if you want to send us a message, you can click the message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening. <laughs>